Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. A true praise in the presence of God is more than a thousand sermons. What sermons do is to educate us in how to engage him. Sermons bring out the word and how to deal with the devil. Sermons bring the word in such a way that we know how to behave in his presence. Thank God for the word we preach and we teach in sermons. Otherwise, we will not know how to praise like we have praised or like we ought to praise. Thank God for the word. We don't even know the person of the Holy Spirit. But what praise does is that you are now applying what you have learned. You are now engaging one-on-one with him. Which is the reason for his coming. We give him praise. Remember, he says, anointing is right inside of you. Need not that any man should teach you anymore. He wasn't saying you don't listen to pastors, teachers, and prophets. No, no, he wasn't saying that. He was saying that the ultimate of all this is so that you can have direct engagement. That's what it means. I am grateful for the privilege of being the pastor here today. I'm so grateful. Every day I learn something new. I see him in new dimensions, as it were, every day. The same scripture that I've, I was taught in the, in the Sunday school when I was a kindergarten. I'm still reading the same scripture today and it's still teaching me new things. Because that's what the Spirit does. I am so grateful. I know everybody who is present here today is very grateful. I know. Usually what worship does is that what, when his glory comes down, what it does provokes two things. He said two things here. Yep. The spirit of worship, when his glory comes down. And number two, intercession. Why don't you just lift up your hand and say, right now in the name of Jesus, I submit my fears over Nigeria to you. I don't lose them anymore. I am certain that whatever I commit to you, you are able to keep against that day. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. No wonder you see the hearts of kings are in your hands. We trust you. We trust you. We trust you with this country, with this nation. We magnify your name. We trust you with the fountain of life, church. We trust you. Come on. Take your place. Be glorified. We thank you. Come on. Why don't you trust him with your family? Trust him with your marriage. Trust him with your personal fears. Say, no, no, no. Why should I have fears? I turn it over. He says, what a friend we have. Wait, 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 wait. That friend is not just, you're my friend. Mm -mm -mm. What a covenant relationship I have in him. What a fusion of life I have with Jesus. All my sins and griefs. Oh, I 
after four. Come on, come on. Oh, what needless pains we be. Come on, come on. Oh, because we do not God. Somebody's here, or under the sound of my voice, but I believe here, it's been occurring to you now, with all that's been going on here, and you find yourself saying, what I thought, I thought, I thought it was over. I thought, I can never, but suddenly you begin to have a ray of hope. The light, you're going to see the light shining in the darkness. All of a sudden, in the places you thought there is no hope again, you are beginning to say, Now I trust God. Now I can see a breakthrough. I can see it. But you see, the truth is this when God starts small, never stops small. You are coming back with testimonies. We give God the glory. Is God worth it? Can you believe God yourself now for that thing in your life that seems impossible? Just say, I believe. In the name of Jesus, I believe. You're believing God for a husband, for a wife. Eh? See, I've set before you an open door which no man can shut. We give him praise. Can you open your Bibles with me to Mark chapter 4? Hallelujah. Mark chapter 4. We've preached from here severally. Because somebody is at a threshold. The threshold of the biggest leap of your life. In the name of Jesus. Let me say it again. Somebody is at a threshold. But this threshold is the threshold of the biggest leap of your life why don't you just declare as I enter October I'll be bouncing with God and the Holy Spirit will lead the way for me and Jesus will forever be glorified in the name of Jesus oh yes glory. <laughs> I feel the fire oh somebody's at a threshold <laughs> the threshold of the biggest leap you have ever experienced in your life <laughs> in the name of Jesus I said somebody's at the threshold uh, if there's nobody taking it I will do I can see some people reacting I take it I'm at the threshold the threshold of, of the biggest leap I have ever expressed in my life and I give God the glory for it in the name of Jesus glory be to God in the highest Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. Let me pick it from verse 35. Mark 4, 35. The reason we come is to fellowship together. And the Bible says it's like iron sharpening iron. Nobody goes back the way they come. You go back sharper in the spirit. And all the emotional cobwebs burnt off. And you see the effect in your physical life. Glory be to God in the highest. 
I'll read quickly. On the same day, when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Now, when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, uh, you know, suddenly. When you say arose, that's sudden. If you look at the word there, it means I'm from nowhere. Unexpected. I mean, just broken. Bro- I mean, broken on them. Arose. And the waves beat into the boat. So that it was already filling. It came to kill. To steal. To destroy. But Jesus was in the stand. Thank God for Jesus. <laughs> but Jesus was at rest. Oh my Akashandere, Matumbrolia. My kinda prolek is kinda prokoshuda brikaskanda. Hallelujah. He was asleep in this turn on a pillow, and they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? So that stone came to steal, to kill, to destroy. So you can begin to understand who was behind it. You know? Then he arose. Mm, I like that. And rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Because the moment fear is introduced, faith leaves completely. You are, you are not dealing with small faith, little faith. Mm-mm. The moment you embrace fear, faith doesn't share. It doesn't share. It's the whole thing or nothing. The moment you embrace fear, you've expelled faith. And faith has typically his nature, the nature of the Holy Spirit, because you know, he comes with them. He's the one that brings them. The moment you reject him, you stand aloof and he's watching, although he will never leave you. But if you don't involve him, he doesn't get involved. He doesn't struggle for glory. No. But watch this word. Let me finish. How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly. Now, this another kind of fear. And said to one another, Who can this be that the wind and the sea obey? They came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the gatherings. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately, 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 there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs and no one could bind him not even, I mean, not even with, with chains because 
he had often been bound with shackles and chains and the chains had been pulled apart by him and the shackles broken in pieces neither could anyone tame him and always night and day he was in the mountain and in the tombs crying out and cutting himself with stones and when he saw Jesus from afar he ran and worshipped him and he cried out with a loud voice and said what have I to do with you Jesus son of the most high God I implore you by God that you do not torment me for he said to him come out of the man come out of the man unclean spirit then he asked him what is your name and he answered saying my name is legions for we are many also he begged him earnestly that he would not send them out into the country now a large herd of swine was feeding there near the mountains so all the demons begged him saying send us into the swine that we may enter them. You see, the thing the devils hate more than anything is to be exposed. They like to pretend and hide. When you expose them, they can't take it. They hate exposure. That is, when you remove the veil and the people they are tormented can see them for who they are, they're wrong. And at once, Jesus gave them permission. Then the unclean spirits, remember, so all the demons in verse 12 and 13, unclean spirits, so you can see how they've been described, went out and entered the swine. There were about 2,000, and the head ran violently, that is the whole pack of swine, down the steep place into the sea and drowned in the sea. That's what the devil does. Stealing, killing, destroying. Now, you can imagine, it says now a large head of swine, and I say, how many of them? There were about 2,000. The Bible said it. I didn't say it. So no, this is no ecclesiastical exaggeration. This is the Bible. 2,000 pigs could not handle the number of demons in one man. The moment they, they knew they had to obey, come on. Jesus only spoke to them and they knew they would go. So they started negotiating, please, don't, don't just throw us out naked. Come on, please. They started suggesting, can we go into this wine? Get into anything you want, but this man and any other man, no. So they left. And they went into 2,000 pigs. And all of them perished. Now you can imagine the torture the one man was going through. I stand here in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Whatever demonic oppression you are going through in your life and situation, I rebuke in the name of Jesus. Sometimes you don't even know. That man didn't know what his problem was. You thought it was the man that spoke? No, 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 no. It was the demons in him that spoke. 
He didn't know. That man was crying for deliverance. Glory be to God in the highest. Amen. Okay, let me go back and show you some things there again. Verse 2, chapter 5. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. I think Matthew says two men. And when he had come out of the spirit, who had his dwelling among the tombs and no one could bind him. And not even with chains, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains, and the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackles broken in pieces. Neither could anyone tame him. And always, watch this, always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out and cutting himself with stones. Why do you think he was crying out and cutting himself? He was seeking deliverance that he could not give himself. He was crying out for help. Please don't get me wrong. It was dangerous to people. So people were running away from him. But the man himself needed help. That was why he was crying out. A lot, a lot of times you do you really don't know what you are fighting. You just think things are happening. True. Your innocent mind is that you're just doing your stuff and but why? Why? You don't know because that the light of the world that you are is disturbing the devil. Yeah. And the devil will not stop at anything to stop you. Why will, you, why will Jesus say you are the light of the world? Because you benefit the world. You are a lighthouse. You are a lifesaver. Is somebody hearing me? You know what lighthouse is? Once, for those who are in despair, in the sea, once you see a lighthouse, hope. And the devil will fight you because you are a source of deliverance, a source of hope for people. That's why Jesus said, you are the light of the world. Anyway. So that man really was a trouble, was a problem to his environment, was a problem to himself. And of course his environment. The Bible didn't say, the Bible says that people, people, look, uh, I think it's, the Matthew 8 account of... Let's look at it. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Matthew chapter 8. Verse 28. When he had come to the other side, to the country of the Gagasins, there met him two demon-possessed men coming out of the tombs, exceedingly fierce, so that no one could pass that way. They were terrors or terrorists to the people. People abandoned, people ran. So they were a problem to the community, but they were in, in trouble themselves. So when Jesus said, let us go to the other side, because he doesn't just do anything for doing sake, Jesus will not say, let's go because everybody is going. No way. 
Jesus was a man on a mission. He knew exactly what he had come to do. So after he had taught them principles of the kingdom, the whole day, Mark chapter 4, verse 1 says, he began to teach them and he taught them by parables. I mean, he said that was, he never taught them anything except by parables. And by the time you're finishing before you get into 35, he said that day he taught them so many things, so many things. I mean, the whole day, teaching them this principle. It was thereafter, and that was why in verse 35 he said, that same day, glory be to God in the highest, he said, let us cross over to the other side. Now, that was a mission. Let us cross over. That was a mission. Hallelujah. Come on. That was a mission. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I'm praying that God will deliver you and I totally from doing what everybody does. Now, I'm not saying because everybody is doing it, you are not going to say you are not going to do that. No, no, that would be prideful. But you're not going to do it because everybody is doing it, but you're going to do it because you know that it's going to glorify God and bring blessings to you and your immediate family and to every other person you meet on the way. And that's why you're going to do it, not because everybody is doing it. Come on. Do what God says to do. And of course, a lot of times you see that a lot of people are doing what God is asking them to do. You see many that are similar to yours, as it were, and you'll be glorifying God in their lives and you'll glorify God in your lives. So, but you don't need to be anybody. So Jesus said, let's cross over to the other side. That was on a mission. Come on. Now, maybe some prophets of old had crossed over to the other side. I'm sure they are must. They must have. But this time around, Jesus said to them, shall we cross over? Oh, maybe it was a chance thing. No, sir. The Bible says in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, come on, somebody help me. Everywhere he went. Come on, talk to me. Everywhere he went. So he was on a mission to do good. Is somebody hearing me? He was going there to dismantle this principality. This wicked spirit in high places tormenting the community. He was going to dismantle them. Now, you know, I'm quoting Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. For we rest not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Against what? Powers. Against what? Rulers of darkness of this world and wicked spirits in high places. So, when he said, let us cross over, he was on a mission. Hallelujah. See, every time, T, when I say T, T can be 10 minutes past, it can be 6 minutes too, it can be once, any time that Jesus makes a move, something's about to happen. So any time before he makes a move, is a threshold. Somebody's at the threshold today. In the name of Jesus, I say somebody's, you are at an unusual threshold in the name of Jesus so when he was teaching teaching they were wow this is interesting he said it was evening he had taught them the whole day and what was he teaching them the principle of the efficacy of the word God does everything anything and everything by his word and when evening had come said let us cross over haven't been teaching the whole day. Naturally, you'll be tired. So he slept. Glory be to God in the highest. The Bible says, as when they were in the midst thereof, there arose, literally translating, there came suddenly a storm. Hey, you can see, you see cloud gathering, you begin to feel the wind coming. No, 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 this one just came. You know why? He knew 
that these demonically oppressed people were about to be set free. He knew that this community was about to be released. So he went against the move. I don't know what you are going through now in your life. Why are you crying? Can't you see that God is about to jack you up in a way that has never happened before? Can't you see the devil is angry because your promotion, the type you've never experienced, is about to happen? That demonically possessed, that demoniac, didn't know what his problem was. He was crying. People could not even interpret his cry. People were running for their own life. But he was looking for help. But the truth is that anybody that went there was looking for trouble, he may die. But there is one that created. He didn't create those demons, demons. They made themselves demons and chose to start tormenting other creatures. And so Jesus knew that the time for the man was, was right. He said, Let's cross over. Jesus will come there. Everywhere he went, there will be change. Healing all who were oppressed of the devil. And that defined the goodness that he did everywhere. I'm talking to someone here today. You know why people would like to be your friend? Because being your friend, we always set them free. <laughs> and you know very much that it's not by power, it's not by mind. The greater one dwells in you, the one that causes the light of the world will shine through you to them. And because you are always expecting him to be him anywhere you go, there will be miracles. And that's why I'm certain that coming on Thursday is not just a game. You will testify. I say in the name of Jesus, you will testify. It can never reduce you to increase you. In the name of Jesus, it can never kill you. It will give you life. Glory be to God in the highest. It can Never glorify the devil. It will must out the glory of the, of the Lord. People will seize glory on your life in Jesus' name. Can you come into his presence and you go back the same? Say, so is it that simple, Pastor? I, I, I've, I've never seen God calling you to do a complex thing. No matter how complex it is, by the time he steps in with you. Say, but with God, it's a simple matter. So come and tell Zerubbabel, it's not by power, it's not by my, it's by my spirit. Wow. Why am I feeling that somebody's breakthrough is? Because it is so. Receive it in the name of Jesus. <laughs> you are entering the month of perfection. He will perfect all that concerns you in the name of Jesus. He will. I'm too surprised that he doesn't have to take permission from anybody to do what he has to do with you. You know, if he had to take permission from some people, that man would never be delivered. I can't remember. Remember that little girl that was pulling Paul and Silas? He, uh, some people were making money out of her. She was demon-possessed. She was crying out like this man was crying out, looking for deliverance. And she would be predicts and predicts and people were giving money and they, they would rather have... And, Paul said, ah. and he, was, he, predicted, he, predicted, he predicted for Paul. Come on, these are servants of the Messiah God. When that Baba talks, ha! That doesn't make anything. No. I beg you. When Paul cast out the demon in that girl, the girl was free. The owners got angry. They are right. Eh? 
So if God were to take permission, some of you will not be free, but hey, yeah, God doesn't take permission. No. Come on, declare, say, I'm free. My wife is free. My husband is free. My children are free. My household is free. My friends are free. I'm free in Christ Jesus. He whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Glory be to God in the highest. And so he got to the other side. But the storm came because of what was going to happen. Then Jesus gave a lesson there. Why are you so fearful? But let's be natural for a moment. It was a death dealing storm. It was, the book of Luke described it. He said, and when they described it, they were in jeopardy. They saw that this one we kill. So they ran to Jesus. But Jesus was saying, You could have stopped that force of death. You could have stopped that spirit of death. But we just, why would Jesus say that? Because it is true. You could stop it and you can stop it. It's okay to call on Pastor Taiwan and call on the pastors. It's okay. But before you call, say, begin to take authority yourself in Jesus' name. Glory be to God in the highest. So he was trying to stop them from getting there. Conclusion. You know why you have suffered what you have been suffering? Or you have suffered so much water from this trouble for so long? And you are suffering so much from this because you are about to take the next step. I don't know who you are. You've asked the question. Say, how come I'm the only one struggling like this? The truth is that you are not the only one struggling like this. You are not the only one. Everyone who is about to be promoted is struggling. The devil will make you have, begin to feel like you have no confidence in yourself. It's a lie. Say, I reject it. I have a sound mind. I have power. I have love. But that day with all the devil did, that man got delivered. I said, this, this October, you will see God's perfection in Jesus' name. I said, you will see God's perfection in Jesus' name. The areas of your life where you have been having doubt, you see, that's where God will promote you from first. In the name of Jesus. I said, that will be your first point of promotion. In the name of Jesus. And through your hands, some strange things will happen. You see what you mean? When people come to tell you that, ah, you just called me and you prayed, I didn't know. You just called me and said, see what we're sharing in church today, and that was it, and that was it, and that, and that was it. You will touch lives. God will be glorified through you. In the name of Jesus. Father, we worship you. Take all the glory in Jesus' name. Tell your neighbor, say, I have power. I have love. I have a sound mind. Repeat to another body. So I'm person say, I know. I have power. I have love. I have a sound mind. Tell it to another person. God has not given the spirit of timidity, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Look for another person. Say, I know that I know that I know. I have power. I have love. I have a sound mind. Glory be to God in the highest. Come back with your testimonies next week in the name of Jesus. Come on, give him praise, 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 give him praise. 
don't wait for anybody to tell you you are beautiful. Don't wait for anybody to tell you you are good. Don't wait for anybody to say, can't. Eh, eh. Say, if God could give me power, if God could give me love and the sound mind, I'm good with God. And I thank God for that. You say, what if the man is living in sin? That sound mind will correct him. You can't be confessing the word of God and sin will be raining. There will be a conviction. What if there's some some hassle, some some hindrances? They will give way. Glory be to God in the highest. Help me look at somebody in the face and say, "Thank God He's made me special." You say, "Thank God He has made me special," <laughs> and you are indeed special. Please tell them back, you are indeed special, 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 in the name of Jesus. that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. PO Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.